what would be your um, let's say vision for this space uh, given that what we also truly feel is that we're all just getting started there is so much to be done in this space uh, if you just like look at the last 3 4 years the amount of continuous data and, and i'm underlining the word continuous monitoring data because if you have a data stream of hrv or glucose or so even resting heart rate uh, body temperature right having these metrics uh, in a continuous array versus a point in time uh, biomarker the amount of information you can drive is just like multiple x's larger right we see that all the time with glucose you can take fasting glucose and say that oh my fasting glucose was just high or low and probably from that i can detect my state of performance or a disease but then there are so many layers in the middle right basically people who are essentially becoming more and more insulin resistant people who are progressively getting a meta- metabolic issue or uh, people who are actually improving as well on the other side which a point in time system does not help you measure what we have seen is that a continuous mechanism can actually help your help shape your lifestyle although if you really look at it if somebody has a, a high hrv trend or let's say a high recovery state just for a day it does not really move their health but if you can understand that similarly you can actually drive your behavior towards towards things that actually drive your hrv up right so that feedback is actually quite important instead of basically having a point in time report because traditionally all of healthcare used to be uh, that i'll do a health checkup every few months and from that all of us like you and i and everybody we are taking this platform to the next level where what we are saying is it's not just uh, your state of disease or health but how you got there and what factors essentially uh, helped you move from point a to point b so that is the intermediate dimension that's actually quite missing so what would be your your vision for this space maybe maybe 10 years out we are in 2022 so maybe 2032 what would you like to see in this space i'm glad you asked that question because i have been doing this work for over 13 years and at first hrb work was for um as we said athletes right so a very small population of high performers were able to really push performance from a physical standpoint my goal for this work is that it's accessible to anyone that wants it and we're seeing some of that with devices yeah. we're seeing in- the integration of algorithms into devices that we're already using but but people aren't understanding how to get the most use out of it So I think it's number 1 it's accessibility at an affordable price point and it's also education around what you just said not just point in time but how can historically this data help to drive behavior I call it almost a gamification wellness right how can we gamify how right. can we really right. get people to want more rewards more rewards we have we see on apple watches that we want to close the ring i hear people saying but what if we said yeah. You know, what my goal is is to have more balance between the parasympathetic and sympathetic. Those are common languages. People are like, I want I want more balance between those two. And so for me, 10 years out, it would be not only do people have access to this this tool, but also they they're aware and it's a, it's normalized, right? The words sympathetic and parasympathetic. sympathetic meaning fight or flight fear response parasympathetic calm response that they're really talking in terms of we're just making it a normal part of our vocabulary that's that's what i push for every day how and i'm sourcing all the time products that i can always introduce to people so that they're aware that they can take this into their own hands and make it a game if you want you know i want to be in the zone 
for six days. I want to be in the zone for 72 yeah. hours, whatever that takes. More sleep, more hydration. What am I eating? You know, how am I really managing my stress and my, and my physical response? I think this is a phenomenal thought, given the fact that what you just mentioned about gamification, one of the most common perspectives, sometimes the perspective is that like there's way too much gamification and everything and people are just chasing a reward one after the other, right? And one of the things that at least like one of the things that I've been thinking about for a long, long time is that this is not true because if you make people, the human mind will always chase rewards. That is the truth, eternal truth, right? Because we're optimized. This is how we evolve. If you chase a reward, we get rewarded for things that are more pro-evolution in some ways. So you cannot cut evolution. You cannot say that, oh, from tomorrow onwards, I will not chase uh, a reward. But if you can optimize or modify the rewards to be more sustainable, just like if you think about there's there's a view around capitalism, there's a view around how capitalistic societies are unsustainable. But at the same time, if you can, it's it's not about having high amounts, of, uh, basically only a capitalistic society or not. But if you can make capitalism more sustainable, just like if you can make gamification more sustainable, by counterbalancing it, and what we are really trying to do, all of us is actually to provide a gamification method for your health. For the longest time, all of us had gamification methods for, let's say, making money, for, um, let's say, even intellectual pleasures. Like, for example, all the virtual games is, games and, uh, and methods are all derived around uh, your curiosity and your intellectual pleasure. But if you can have something built around your health, that is a fundamentally superior way compared to saying that don't chase any rewards because that's, that's something I don't think we're wired like that. Uh, we are wired very, very differently. And not having a reward might actually make it even worse. Uh, and we might just gravitate towards uh, factors that give us more dopamine today. And the usual factors around us are processed food and all the other unsustainable things that actually exist. So I think this is, this is sort of like a... I love to quote uh, the Star Wars analogy here that only empire can fight empire, right? So yes, you have Jedi's, but... You still need the help of the empire to fight the empire. Yeah. It's just an interesting idea of why wouldn't we want to gamify. And, and what you said is that, you know, we learn through being able to get rewarded for good behavior, for lack of better words. And, and being able to say, you know, my goal is to be around for X years or my goal is to reduce my glucose or my goal is to lose weight. Not so much that we're doing it from a negative, but I want to move it. I want to be here. I want to be the better version of myself every single day. And if this is one tool to get there, why wouldn't I utilize it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is a highly accessible tool out of everything else out there. Our vision is also very much similar that if what's, what's going to happen is that uh, people will suddenly have access to a lot more data about their own body. And uh, it will take some time before everything starts making sense. Our effort is also towards making, helping people make sense of the data that they generate. But for the first time, if you think about it, all the evolution in the healthcare space happened because of studies and clinical trials. And you can only do clinical trials at a certain pace or at a certain cadence. But if you have methods to measure people and their response, and if you can do observational studies rather, you can really scale these observational studies because now this is now the, the ability to create hypothesis around what works for you just increases 
in a maybe million times more uh, today one of the biggest problems in healthcare is that we we just lack hypothesis around many many aspects and what we and for the maybe for the right things we end up over indexing on studies that actually work so you end up creating depth but there's so much more to discover about the human body that um, if you run at the current pace of clinical trials and depend on uh, regulated studies to uh, to to drive evolution in this space we might actually end up evolving very very slowly versus if people can become scientists of their own body in a responsible way understand what's happening in their own data and we can build a platform that helps them do it in a responsible way i think that that becomes super powerful